listeners, we're going to take you to a place. A place where we explain. Time travel, really, like, isn't it? <laughs> so we're back anyway. This is episode two of a two-parter. Yeah. If, uh, 101. This is part 101. Mm, room 101. <gasps> 101 of podcast. We should have said that. What's your fears? Never mind. Let's just talk <laughs> oh, about time that travel. Been, oh, that would have been brilliant. What's your fears? Oh, we'll change it all. We'll scrap it all. No. You want to go back in time and punch Tom in the face? Ooh. Hang on. You might have just... You might have just come up with inside Ross's mind or inside our mind question for the Halloween special. Oh, yeah, that could work. Oh, my God. You That's have, if you people know. feel comfortable telling them whether they're like, in most fears. There's only one way to find out. It doesn't have to be too deep. There we go. Well done. Hey, you know. You, Smashing. You see how it just happens, though? It just happens. There we go. We'll get inside Ross's mind for this month in a moment. We're going to be talking exclusively about time travel in this part, aren't we? Yeah, uh, yeah. I believe so. We're drinking quite heavily. Yeah. Also, time's <laughs> marched on. Time has marched on. We're all a little older from part one because obviously it lasted so fucking long. I know. Apologies um, or, you know. I'm not You're welcome. How, how dare they? How dare they? <laughs> um, so we're going, to st- <laughs> we're going to start with Inside Ross's Mind. Then we're going to talk about uh, time travel movies and games. It's going to be... It's going to be jumping around a lot of the tropes and stuff that you, you see repeated. Uh, it's going to be a bit haphazard, but strap yourself in, really. Bit of a roller coaster, you could say. Wow. First of all, we have received a message, an introspective message from the future. Mm-hmm. Who could that be from, do you think? Um, Give you one guess. Professor Fogg? Yes. Of course, he's been everywhere, hasn't he? He's yeah, been, he's, 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 he's hide his finger in all the pies, especially future pies. Future pies. The, the best type of pies. Yeah. Um, so in, this one obviously has come in on cassette because cassettes are making a comeback. And that would suggest to me that cassettes are here to stay if, if this one's come from the future and it's on cassette. Okay. If so, that's the type of logic we're working on. Well, I think, listeners... I'm going to do you all a favour, just by agreeing with Tom. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if there's any logic applied. But what I'm going to do is, uh, well, what I have done is I've dug out my old cassette player, my old boombox, the one I used to use back in the uh, the past. And Why that. has it got a bross sticker on it? Because all hail bross. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to press play on that cassette now. And take it away, Wayne. It's the year 2121. It's actually exactly the same. I wouldn't be surprised at all. People are just an eternal and the great constant amongst us all is that we imagine through our uh, egos that we have a thing called individualism. We made up all these words, these terminologies. One is, I'm an individual. I believe this. I'm going to do this. We're not. We're not even that. If you look at an organism that is like a bacterial base, you see that it's made up of many, many billions of things, all just operating. We're the same, but we are the view within the soul of the animal which is us so we can look at each other and 
we almost say each other as separate things, but we're actually not. Now, that's why it feels like a moral offence when you don't empathise with the other person because they are actually the same thing. That's what's at work. We're just a drop of water. We're just the stuff in a drop of water. That is the earth. That is, like, have some intelligence about it. Why would we be the centre of the cosmos? We're just a drop of water in it all. And that's all. But that's fine. Like, it's nice to be here. There we go. What do you what do you think about that message that you might may, may or may not have heard? <laughs> Very insightful. <laughs> yeah, as always, it says a lot about the mind of the uh, the message uh, the messenger messenger. Is that a word? I don't know. Message sender. Keep them coming, Wayne. We we always enjoy those oh, messages, definitely, yeah. Especially from the future. It's nice to it's nice to <laughs> get especially from especially from the future. Nice to get an idea of what the future's like. Yeah, as he said, it's it's very much the same. As he said, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So we've done that. That's that's finished with. That's out the way, some would say. I would say, I wouldn't be so disrespectful, but some would say that's out the way. The future's in the past. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Are you a poet? Do you write poetry? <laughs> is that how you get girls? Mm, <laughs> right. So what we'll do now is we'll move on to the next part of the show, shall we? Yes. I think yeah. this is a convenient time to do it. Yeah. Quick, so. Let's do it quick before the transition kicks in. Ross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ross. <laughs> the way you've changed. It's effortless. Yeah, it's like, like the gears, you can't <laughs> even see them. Now it's time for this month's Inside oh. Ross's Mind. You know, last time, last episode, when we ventured into your mind? Right, yeah. I... Do you mind if we go there again? Is there room? Um, I'd like to go in your mind, actually. Not yet. Not yet. Shh, We're shh, not shh, ready shh. for that yet. Shh, baby. Shh, shh, shh. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so what we did was we reached out, reached out to the the head grabs. <laughs> the head grabs? <gasps> reached out to the head grabs. Have you been drinking shots or something where I've not <laughs> been looking? I've been a shot every time I've gone downstairs. <laughs> Just go in the toilet. <laughs> Just, yeah. So we reached out to them and we, uh, you came up with a time travel question. So the time, time travel question is, what is it? Um, if you could go back to any time or forward, actually. Yes. If you could just see some event. You uh-huh. can't interact with it. Yes. You've just got to, like, say it. Now just that's, for jollies. That's the most important bit, isn't it? That's the thing that changes it, that makes it different. And it's also the bit that quite a few of the head crabs had a little bit of difficulty getting the head around. Did <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't make any changes. You're just witnessing it. Now, my thinking was, oh, wow, so you can just witness anything happen. How great. But also how terrifying that is because you could go and see something mm-hmm. some awful catastrophe unfold and you can't do anything about it like you do, do you know what i mean it could be used it could be used as some sort of torture tool couldn't it oh uh, so you're show honing in room 101 now <laughs> yay before you carry on though uh like so say i wanted to go and see the moon landings right is that what you want to go and see but but just say i could i did okay you does can that mean see- like I, I can actually teleport to the moon as well the way I imagined it would be you are kind of viewing it 
through a camera or a lens almost and you can move around the environment and stuff right. like that like a spirit almost like a, like a free room and like Scrooge's like... ghost do you know like that, that sort of thing where he was he was there witnessing it but uh, you can't actually do anything you can't you just you, Scrooge you... couldn't go to the moon no you're Scrooge too you're not seeing Scrooge too Scrooge goes to the moon alright yeah. wow <laughs> no well, I do want yeah. to see that now that's the whole like that's the, the premise, main plot point yeah like Ebenezer Scrooge is on the moon, yeah. and um, yeah, that's it. Little Timmy's dying because there's no oxygen there. No, oh, little Timmy's the navigator. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, he does. Spoiler: He doesn't make it. He doesn't make it back. The fire moth into the sun <laughs> to reignite it. Yeah. Different for them. He was like Poochie. Yeah, didn't make Came it back to his own planet. The secondary question, second part of the, the the question was, what would be your time traveling machine? Yeah. Or the vehicle. Uh-huh. So we'll start with that because uh, I thought it would be best to get ours out of the way. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. So um, first of all, my time traveling machines. I came up with a few because of course I did. Uh-huh. Um, what about... <laughs> I love the way Tom makes himself laugh. Yeah. What about like... A wheelie bin or a big dust bin with like a pivot and lid so you can just like jump into it and then a wheelie bin yeah i was thinking like everyday objects that would otherwise be quite innocuous but then you know what i mean because that would make more sense when it was something that like oh that's a time machine well it oh. wouldn't it wouldn't if i lived in stone age times and i was like um a caveman and i seen like some wheelie bin which mm. i'm assuming is made out of plastic yeah. And also the wheel. Like, I'm a caveman. I uh, might not have seen the wheel. I don't have a concept of the wheel. And I see something that's made out of an alien substance just mm-hmm. coming out of nowhere. And it's got, like, four little, like, wheels. That's yeah. what they're called. But I don't know what called wheel. And a dude coming yeah. out of it. You probably maybe... changed the whole, like, that but, guy's probably... But no maybe fun. that's why... We invented the wheel. Why? Because someone Cause... went back in a wheelie bin? Right. You don't, you don't that's, know. That makes sense. You don't know. Speedboat? Right, yeah, that's of a particular film. <laughs> Would be class and fast and watery. What? There's a film where there's a speedboat time machine. Yeah, um, aye. Is it called Speedboat Time Machine? N- no. Sure, oh, we're going to get to that. It's it's a film, but it's also a, might be considered a spoiler, so uh, I won't tell the film that it's in. All right, okay. Uh, what about a little road sweeper? You know one of those little ones? <laughs> yeah. I find them very annoying. Yeah, I just think it would be hilarious. Just uh-huh. to fucking frisk about through time in a road sweeper a bed because I just love me bed alright yeah that would be cool wouldn't it always be cosy <laughs> blasting through time just going oh um, a tree house right. now I feel like this would be something that would have happened in like a kids show something like yeah, something uh, adorable yeah the time tree house adventures or the tree house of time right something yeah. like that yeah would be some shit Disney thing uh-huh yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go anywhere we like. Treehouse of time, treehouse of time, frisking through time in the treehouse of time. Yeah. Oh, Disney say, are probably going to make that. Probably. And what I actually decided to land on and, and use as my vehicle of choice is my podcast desk and chair, of course. Right. So that I could keep a record of everything I see. Plus, it's it's quite comfy. That's yeah. interesting because you've, you've took that, what you asked that question. And I thought you meant more like the science thing, because I've come to that in a totally different way. That's interesting, yeah. Do you want to give us your answers? So I figured, well, answer, 
Just one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I figured that, you, you know when you drink, you lose track of time? Always. So cause imagine if you drank like a concoction of alcohol. It was like this specific concoction oh. that made you travel through time. Wow, now that's an interesting And you have to take. get like really pissed on it. And it's like, I'm traveling through time. That's That would be yeah. also funny because you're not actually traveling through time. You just can't be <laughs> Yesterday, love, I, I visited the Victorians. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. You just got mortal and um, fell asleep Masturbating on the lawn. <laughs> oh, what an interesting take on it. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's good. What about where and when, Ross? Do you want to tell me where and when? I probably would like to see... Some of the big ones. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see. I would like to see the extinction of the dinosaurs. Yes. I would like to see what, what actually what happened. happened. There. And I would like to see if there was a Jesus Christ. All right. Like what happened to mm-hmm. him. I'd probably like to see if Cleopatra was all that. <laughs> In a bath of goat's milk. Yeah. I would like to. Um, I would like to have a Deeks in the future as well. Oh, yeah. See, like, I would just speed speed it 50 years from now, 100 years from now, 150, and just keep going, seeing what it's like. Right. Um, I'd probably like to have seen... I mean, there's some nasty stuff that I don't know if I would like to have seen, like, you know, the Second World War stuff and mm. stuff like that. Probably like to see Black Sabbath when they played the first ever gig. Right. Because they were apparently so ahead of their time that mm. people were like, this is shit. Yeah. I would like to have been in that pub when they played Black Sabbath, the track. Uh-huh. And see the look on people's faces. Yeah. That would have been awesome. It'd be a bit like the look on your face the first time you saw Rushmore play. Yes. Rushmore was a band that Tom was in. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Yeah, them. Them then. Well, Perfect. Well... A couple of mine are similar. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got a few, of course. Uh, being surrounded by dinosaurs would be unreal. Witness the scale firsthand, or see the Big Bang. Aye, that would be the class, Big Bang yes, would be interesting. Yes. Uh, morbidly, I think it would be fascinating to watch a tragedy unfold like the Titanic, but I think that would be pretty regrettable afterwards, seeing it actually happen. Because it, again, I go back to where are you? Are you hovering in in? Yeah, space? you would. You would just be. You'd be in a safe, Eating safe place, just going, watching it. No, or you could go die. in. Yeah, well, you, and what like hovering around, like zooming for the cabins, going yeah. dead, dead, yeah. dead. Well, people wouldn't be able to see you, so you'd be like watching it as though you were just watching it on telly, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Um, I've also said, see if Jesus was just a magician or a genuine or genuinely the son of God. That would yeah. answer a lot of questions. Uh, I'd go into the future to see what becomes of the human race and the planet. Uh, will we make it to another one before the Earth becomes uninhabitable, or will we become extinct before we do? Which arguably may be the favourable outcome. Political. Wow. Political. Yeah. yeah. Uh, witness the VE Day celebrations. You know that image of the uh, soldier kissing that nurse. I think oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> hey, raunchy. But yeah, imagine being there. Watching everyone like celebrating the fact that the war was over and everything like that would be pretty impressive. Yeah, I guess it'd be a bit weird. Why? We just would because I don't know. It, I, I can't quite get myself across here, but it just would. Okay. What I also said, uh, or the producer said when he wrote the um, the post, uh, the Christmas truce. Ah, yeah. Nineteen fourteen Christmas truce. Watching 
the soldiers and, and no man's lands exchanging gifts and playing football and stuff that would be amazing to witness mm-hmm. uh, but my actual answer which is a bit sort of self uh, involved I don't know it's not it. you being born or God <laughs> oh God conceived. no can you imagine <laughs> um, you know like in Scrooge when he's watching his family at Christmas playing a game I think I'd like to watch my family at Christmas when I was around five uh, watch my mother read the night before Christmas to us on the sofa on Christmas Eve then witness the raw unbridled excitement <laughs> Don't laugh. Don't laugh at this bit. This is emotional. <laughs> it was your use of unbridled, <laughs> unbridled excitement. Raw unbridled excitement of my siblings and I on Xmas morning, Christmas morning, as we run downstairs. Then the Christmas dinner with my uncle and Nana joining us. The memories I have of that are really powerful. And I think that would be a nice day to watch unfold one more time. I apologize for laughing, Tom. It was just use of language. Otherwise, <laughs> what, a, what a lovely... Isn't that a lovely thing? Un, yeah. Unlike you as well. That. Yeah, I thought that. You know, when I was writing that, when the producer was helping us write that, there was a little bit of emotion came up, but I, I could tell. immediately pushed it back down. So, now shall we hear from some of our head grabs answers to this month's Inside Ross's Mind, Ross? Shall yes, we do please. Yum, 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 yum. So we've got Sarah Connor first of all. He said, he, she, if I could just watch, then I'd probably watch like Gettysburg, the biggest battle ever. I just want to watch a massive battle to try and understand the scale of war. It's not something we'll ever see again, just a bunch of lads facing down in such a manner. Mm-hmm. In his vehicle of choice, I'd make it a tandem. <laughs> but you had to ride it alone, so you look like a right fucking prick. <laughs> and we've got T-1000. I think I'd like to go back to Roswell, stroke S4. I believe that's where they keep all of the aliens uh, from. Is the, it? Uh, it? Oh, Thanks for schooling me on that. No, mother. To see what really went down there. Either in the field at Roswell in 47, that was the date, 1947, uh, or in S4 with Bob Lazar in 88, stroke 89. Is that um, got something to do with the, the what's it called? The watch the alien uh, what was it called man uh, autopsy remember that the autopsy video um, the alien mm-hmm. was that not like later on that was fake that was total fake I right? total but, fake uh, Roswell nineteen forty seven apparently uh, they found stuff lying around oh. there's a good hypocrisy there's a band a death metal band called hypocrisy who made a song called Roswell forty seven check that out <laughs> uh, was it it was a weather balloon wasn't it. That's what they said it was, I think. Yeah. And the vehicle, it's got to be a toy UFO. That's what T1000 says. That's a good idea, yeah. T1000, one of the only people that has seen the future, for real. Chocolate Box the Third. He, uh, she says, to see Bob Marley and Stevie Wonder perform in 1975, because they toured together, I believe. Good idea, yeah. Uh, Stevie wrote Master Blaster after he saw Bob Marley perform. And if you listen to the song... You can tell why. It's very reggae-influenced. And when I probed her further to find out what vehicle she'd like to use, she said, duh, my roller skates. Just like that, because that's exactly how she sounds. Would you have to achieve a certain speed? Uh, yeah, 88 miles an hour on a roller skates. She sent us a video recently... 88 miles per She sent a video recently of um, riding a roller skates on, uh, down the sort of boulevard kind of thing in Los Angeles <laughs> you're so brave 
Am I? You've just Ross was there pouring the red wine there um, in in the lair, and I was quite impressed at his bravery, being just just willing to do it. Um, very impressed. Cheers. So who's next, Andre? I'm going to do the same. Actually, you're going to be brave as well. I'm going to be brave as well, but not highlighted. I'm not going to highlight how brave I am. Oh, I'm pretty brave. damn fucking brave. You're a brave man. Pretty brave. Not not as brave, but quite brave. Andre, I'd like to go back to before our solar system was made and sit where the Earth would eventually form from all the debris and dust. Then press fast forward billions of years. <laughs> That's class. It <laughs> become ours. Uh, sorry, fast forward. So billions of years become ours and just watch how it formed and and how it changed because of the influence of the life, weather and geological events that took place. That would be depressing, but class though. Yeah. And the vehicle, he said he'd repurpose his Corsa. And then it would finally be useful at something. His course has actually got like green mould on the side of it. It's really impressive to see. Mould on? On the side of his course. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Tim Cop, He said that the power to go back in time brought many... Te- Why am I doing that voice? The power to go back in time brought many tempting mysteries to my mind. To go back and witness famous criminal moments like the disappearance of Madeleine McCann would not offer any closure on the matter. We thought... Well, it would... Because you'd you'd you could be in the room, couldn't you? You Under could witness your... it, I suppose, but I don't I know if he means closure as in scary that would still be. be gone. Yeah, no. Like watching. Oof. Imagine if you found out something really hideous, but then you tried bringing the police and said, "No, like for instance, I don't believe this. It was the dad." Mm. And then they'll go, "Okay, where's your evidence? I don't have any evidence, but I know for a fact it was the dad." Mm. Okay, why was it that? I, well, I can travel through time. You yeah. See. Oh, I you're say, arrested. And now I'm arrested. <laughs> and now I'm in a mental home. Exactly. Uh, he says it will probably leave me traumatized with the truth. So I decided to leave crime to the detectives, who seem to be doing a great job. Or Tim Cop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see Jack the Ripper, Stephen Avery, and obviously Jill Dando. I think it's a little bit of tongue in cheek there. Anyway, I digress. I decided to choose a moment of greatness to witness. The Beatles playing live in the cavern, standing in the crowd as the Berlin Wall was torn down, being at Wembley in the summer of 1966, or watching my beloved Newcastle United lift a proper trophy. I'm not counting the championship the or Cup. the Intertoto the, Cup. The Fairs Cup at 1969, yeah. wasn't it? That was a long time ago. All very tempting. I settled on a sporting moment of euphoria that I would love to visit. Chant. Ali Bomaye. Ali Bomaye. Chant. Ali Bomaye. Ali Bomaye. Chant. No. Ali Bomaye. Come on. No. Ali Bomaye. No. Jan, come on. No. Ali Bomaye. Just once. Just once. No, I said oh, once, it. Ali I Bomaye. said it once. Oh. You can go Tim back Kopp, I tried. He, 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 wouldn't, he wouldn't join. Echoed through Zaire in anticipation of the fight between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman. Ali was a 3-1 to one outsider and given little chance to win. He was 32 years old at this point and had lost his last fight a year and a half before to a dude named Ken Norton who went on to create the antivirus software, to witness Ali use the rope-a-dope strategy to sap the energy from form and then knock him out in the eighth round and regain the belt would be amazing. The rumble in the jungle was born. After the scrap, I'll hop back on my transporter bog to tell my mates in box social. So he's using a transporter bog. Much more satisfying than knowing what the McCanns did or didn't do. That would be good, like, if it was a time machine that when you sat on the toilet you just pulled the string and it yeah. tra- mm-hmm. travelled you to like different elements maybe it's the bog 
roll you, you would like dial it <laughs> or you had like a digital watch where you could just uh, flushing through time mm-hmm. the net. I would like to go back and witness the Ted Bundy trial and be present in the courtroom as it would be fascinating to witness in real life how he represented himself yeah that would be kind of spooky that like. mm-hmm. and would you be drawn in by his allure that's the thing who's to say who's to say the vehicle, I've always wanted a secret cupboard, like Sabrina the Teenage Bitch. Teenage Witch, I think she means. So I would just walk into my landing cupboard and see a time and place, and then I would be there. Oh, bless her. Well, no one said that shit you'd like just having a pocket watch and turning back it. Like Bernard's watch. Yeah. Ah, that would be sweet as fuck. Um, let's go next for Wayne. We thought we'd heard everything from Wayne, but mm. no, a little bit more here. As a prominent time traveller, I, Inspector Fogg, do this shit all the time. It depends on my mood, which year I go to. And of course, to drop in on old friends, there I am beside William Blake, looking at his new sketches, telling me he needs to eat and sleep, then he'll be able to focus. And here's me in 1992, dead pissed off because my pager is being an arsehole. And here's me in Trafalgar Square, New Year 1922. It's this one I remember, but if you'll excuse me, gentlemen, I'll keep this one to myself. The world isn't ready. I must retire, if you'll excuse me. I have my research to attend. And you, my friends, your dinner, and then a cigar by the fire before bed. The cold nights are coming in. So he's going to be checking out the Gunnox there podcast there, I think, with a cigar by the fire before bed. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what he's suggesting. Vehicle. A salt cellar. A little salt cellar. Oh, yeah. That way, I'd sit on many different conferences, uh, dinner breakups, romances and affairs across the ages. I'd be there watching Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton squabble over their breakfast, Freud salting an egg, Churchill peppering his lamb. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I would then report all of it back to present day in a best-selling novel, where I'm the hero and I always know what's just about to happen. In the past, they say men did sing upon the ridge and the hills and that from there they thought that gods would hear them. And yet, as they came back to their meagre dwellings, a Stone Age ZX-81 in its familiar altar, I would be there, gathered from the sea, preserving meat and leather. Fog out. Beautiful. So poetic. He has a way of words. He does, yeah. Maybe he's been going back in time and fucking copying off some people. Might be, yeah. We've got you now, man. The very mouth of Shakespeare. He has gone on to actually... (laughs) Say, what if you could change something? So, he says, In 1978, I sneaked into my brother's classroom. At school, he was two years above me. I was eight, and he was ten. I'd be in the classroom and saw a book on the shelf that had actual photos of ghosts. So I decided to steal it. I went in there at break time. It was really hot, so everyone was outside and the place was deserted. So I went into my brother's class, and as I got over to the book, I hesitated. No one was there, and I had it there right in front of me. But I hesitated because suddenly I was scared of possessing such knowledge. Like it had pictures of actual ghosts, even a ghost horse. Imagine that. Fact. There was a movement, and then my brother's teacher came in and crashed the moment asking me why I was there. I hated her. I once dreamt she kept wolves and talked. Anyway, years later, I got the book... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at a second hand shop but someone had ripped some of the pictures out oh probably an eight year old me <gasps> you may never know so there you go interesting thanks for that fog you're welcome in the lair anytime mm-hmm. past present or future 
Carlos, next up. Hmm, interesting. Yes, thank you. Event I'd like to witness, the construction of the Egyptian pyramids. That's a good answer. Vehicle, my preferred method of time travel would be in Tutankhamun's sarcophagus. Oh, <laughs> what a fun, around in that. What a fun couple of uh, syllables to say. Tutankhamun's sarcophagus. Would Tutankhamun be in there as well? He'd be a navigator, wouldn't he? He'd be a wingman. What, a stuffed mummy? Tutankhamun is my co-pilot. <laughs> Again, a Disney program. Yeah. Poppy Setch. I'd like to sit in on some writing sessions with my favourite bands and see how some of my favourite songs were born. That class would be cool. idea. Yeah. That is class. Very cool. It, it sort of touches upon uh, the demo tapes that were released by Radiohead. Oh, does it? A little bit. Because, you see, this is the thing, sometimes it's best not seeing stuff like that, or hearing stuff like that. I but, Arguably. Uh, Arguably. But it would be class to see the first time someone played like an iconic riff or yeah. like... To witness it, yeah. I would love to see uh, Mount St Helens go up in Krakatoa, and a nuke from a safe distance, yeah, Mm. and see how the pyramids were actually built. Oh, hey, hey. and finally witness the first, (laughs) finally witness the first no scope three hundred and sixty headshot in a game. Good one. Well, yeah, end on the the most important one there. Uh, so the second question, a frequently used and frequently cleaned public bathroom that only I could activate just to confuse the fuck out of people. The door would automatically unlock as soon as I zooped away so anyone waiting would be like, dot, dot, dot. Just like, what the like, fuck? What the fuck? Chris Dubbs next. Now he said, this was a tough one. I thought about a lot of different answers. But in the end, what sealed it was the fact that we wouldn't be able to adjust or affect anything. Thank you, Yes. Exactly. He, he finally got it. Not him finally, Click. but just someone finally. Yes. So I thought, what would be the best thing I would want to do if I was a spectator, basically? And the answer for me was go to a gig, of course. So many options. But in the end, there's one that not only took place in my hometown, but on my 14th birthday, no less. Newcastle Mayfair, May 27th, 1993. Mm. No way. Um, no. No way was I sneaking into that at 14, alas. So who was playing at Newcastle Mayfair on May 27th, 1993? Can I have another guess? Of course, I. Danzig? Nope. Ramones? Nope. Um, one of the bands. Motorhead Ramones? Two massive bands. One of them has re- very, very recently released a new album for the first time in like 13 years. Tool? Yes. Tool played the Riverside. Uh, was it the Riverside? Mayfair. The Mayfair? But they were supporting. Who were they supporting? Fuck. Now... I would. It'd be interesting to see. I don't know if he goes on to say which song this song, but yes, yes, it, it does. There's a song that uh, Maynard James Keenan, that's his name, isn't it? Maynard James Keenan. He sings on one of the tracks of this other band. Mm. I don't know. Rage Against the Machine. I was going to say. That. Mm. I wish I had went back in time now. Just <laughs> I know it's Rage Against. If only. Uh, none other than the mighty Rage Against the Machine, supported by a certain band, also from LA, called Tool. Man would have loved to be at that one. Wool were also on the bill, just to top it off. Another good band. Obviously, Rage had a thing about bands with <laughs> Ool in their name. <laughs> wool? Do you know Wool? I don't know Wool. No, I don't. Um, never got to see Rage, which is a bummer, and seeing Tool all the way back then would have been awesome. 
Uh, Setlist was fantastic too. It's up on Setlist FM if anyone's interested. Maynard even guessed it on Know Your Enemy. So that's a song where he goes, oh, Time he? has come to like that, but obviously a lot better than that. Oh. Uh, sigh. Be very interesting to hear what other people pick. Um, sorry if I got the lyrics wrong there, but I always get the lyrics wrong. I'm sure Chris will let us know. Um, vehicle. In terms of the time machine itself, I'd be more than happy to go with the DeLorean from Battle of Future. To paraphrase Doc Brown himself. Right. I'm just thinking about filling up that uh, flux capacitor. Yeah. <laughs> no which, time to explain. Which is a rip off of Family Guy. Yeah. Uh, it w- might have been. Yeah. I thought it was really funny. That was probably my favourite bit of any Gonox player. Oh. Uh, he said, if, you, if you're going to be using a time machine, why not do it with some style? That was quite good, was it? Was it? Was it? Or was that Fester? <laughs> More Fester than yeah. Brown. More Fester than Brown. Rhett. He says, hello, boys. <laughs> In that voice, apparently. Mm. Last episode. Oh, great last episode, as usual. Again, you're of course. not that. Yeah, fuck it. Ghost Zoo content was amazing. It was, wasn't it? So you wanted to know where we would choose to go back or forward in time for this i have two answers oh, you only like one but okay you had about nine but never <laughs> first is the one i'm allowed as per the rules oh he's done that he's done the inverted commas so he's saying he's a bit of a rebel isn't he he is a little bit Let's of a go rebel back in time and treat him like teach him a lesson although i can't interact with him so well we'll break the rules just for him he likes the rules being broken i would like to go back and see maradona almost said but Almost said Madonna there. Madonna scored his most wonderful goal against England in the 1986 World Cup, along with the infamous Hand of God moment. You can tell he's a Scottish man. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> he is a hero for both of these in the <laughs> eyes of Scotsmen everywhere. Mm. Now, the answer that doesn't fit the rules, I would like to go back four years before the fecking referendum. What referendum is he talking about? Right? I don't understand. I would take my time-travelling flying pig and go see Cameron. He would love it, as he would think the pig was coming to suck him off, but alas, I will be on its back and be ready to take his head off with a baseball bat. And then I'll go back further. I'll make sure Boris's mum had a headache that night by bashing her on the head too, just gently, as I just want her to have a headache and not get knocked up with that knucklehead McSpazitron. Spazitron. <laughs> I heard this on Spongebob and love it, McSpazitron. Anyways, <laughs> enough anger and name-calling from me. Love you long time, Rhett. P.S. Usual Fright Fest plug here. So he hasn't given any details. Look, I know them off by heart. October 13th? Yeah, October 13th. It's a Sunday, I believe. October 13th at the Boiler Shop, isn't it? Boiler Shop steamer in town. The Boiler Shop Quartet. His vehicle is a DeLorean just because I really want one. Weren't they the DeLorean as a car? Wasn't that like a failure? Big, big failure. It was a piece of shit. <laughs> So next up, Big Dollar Rob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best name ever. Incidentally, Big Dollar Rob, on Friday, we conversed, and he teased me with the concept of him writing a little bit of music for the podcast. Awesome. He can take over. No, 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 no. Stuff <laughs> no, you no, no, write. no, no, no. No, he's going to, uh, he said he's going to write a little a, a sort of uh, version of our theme tune for him. So oh, that'll nice. be a nice little yeah. recurring indent. So, uh, he said, I want to go back in time to see when the first wolf was truly domesticated. So, basically, the birth of the dog. Oh, interesting. The, the household dog. 
I went to see the first time a dog stroke wolf jumped up at a person and licked their face and was totally in awe of that person. It's kind of tame in regards to all of time and space, but if there's a truly one single moment of like, this is now a dog, I want to see it. I think that would be a special moment to witness when man first met his best friend. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Speaking as a dog owner, I can but totally relate. Speaking as a dog here, I would just <laughs> be interested in that in science. In fact, if I could go back in time, I would eradicate dogs from the planet. You are lucky there's no time travel. Or is there? I wouldn't do that. Maybe there will be. be. too busy doing other stuff. There might be time travel, Ross. We'll find out, I'm sure, by the end of this episode. Will we? Maybe. So he says, his time travel item would obviously be my boy Sasha's collar, which is my old dog from when I was a nipper. And then he says, I'm crying. Oh. And then he's just written, Sasha! It's funny that, isn't it? No, it's not funny in any way. No, how like one person can really love a species yeah. and another person can hate them. Tom. But <laughs> I fucking love dogs. We don't. People always go, oh, we don't deserve dogs. I, I don't know if I'd go that far. I've I just seen that on Twitter. Certain people, that's, that's one of these fucking We don't deserve lo- dogs. That's total shit. It's an online sort of trope thought. Sort of I want to film my day with dogs. And explain, and I think a lot of people after that will go, fucking hell, Ross. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you, you know. You know what I'd recommend? I'm sorry, but thank you, Ross, for not being such, you know. Do you want Do you want me to make your, to help you make your life a bit easier? Mm. Carry a little fucking bag of tiny little dog treats around with you. I'm telling you, your dog, your life will increase, improve tenfold with regard to dogs. Just a little bag of dog treats that you haven't, Put rat poison on. Don't get any ideas. Just nice little dog treats that no dog is possibly going to be allergic to. And just as soon as a dog comes at you or whatever, just there you go and it'll fucking love you. Hmm. Try that out. Try that out. Try it and then report back. No, and let me because know. The, just try it. I'll dogs, give you some. I'll give do- you some. If you're referring to dogs being aggressive to me in my job. Oh, they love you too that's, much. That's only one element of it. There's other elements. Do they hump in your leg? No, they're not humping my leg. But Do you want them to hump your leg? They're not humping your leg. Is that the problem? There's element. They're just annoying us. Oh, and I also hate... I'm sorry, I know dog owners. I If you don't like a dog, right? And they're just like, Oh, look at him. He's just trying to say hello. And it's first thing in the morning. And it's only seven o'clock. And I'm just trying to listen to something on my iPod. I'm like... I don't give a fuck, man. You like Luna, though, don't you? I do. Like she's the exception that proves oh, the rule. It's got very awkward now. Yes, I love Luna. Luna. sitting on your lap. Right, we'll draw this inside Ross's, <laughs> Moss's, inside Ross's mind to a close. I've got a feeling that we're going to be really drunk by the end of this podcast. Yeah, I know. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get me lift as well. Lift? Fuck it, man. That's the that's the future oh, that's Ross's Tom's. problem. Like, this is how we celebrate the anniversary. Future Ross's problem. We might as well get drunk. We're not doing anything else. Future I didn't get Ross's. a cake. Oh, I was going to buy a cake. You know expensive cakes are these days? There was a football-shaped cake I was going to get <laughs> because I thought Sensi Soaks. It was only half half a football, right? It Why do you keep making us laugh? Oh, sorry. Eight pound? Eight pound, but I don't know any like that's you've just picked something randomly out of the ether. Uh-huh. It's like there was this cake. I don't know how good quality it was. It was quite. It was massive as well. So it was far too big for us to eat. So it would have been a waste of cake as well. So it would have been essentially so a that's waste why it was of eight, eight pound. pound. 
But there was no like just little small ones. Like it was like the shelf of small cakes was empty. There was one shit little fucking of of what what what's it called? Uh, those little furry bear things. And it's not Forever Friends or is it Forever Friends? Is that what it's called? Is that still a fucking I'm, thing? I'm glad. I'm Why is that clung on? So fucking glad you didn't buy me a cake. <laughs> friends cake. Forever Friends with like one of those. Uh, oh, and, it, and it's face first. Can you get like you know you can get those little cock straws because you know what we're talking about cock uh, probably go, not Satan's because cock of the plastic that. fucking straw exactly so, so yeah hen parties across the world are all devastated because they can't go ooh little cock straw I, but can you I get second like, in the cock there <laughs> but yeah we're the immature species exactly. uh, race, spe- not race, species not race Ra- yeah. gender gender we're the immature ones yeah don't, don't assume people's gender because so um, therefore I, no one yet at the same time, everyone is the most immature agenda. Thank you for uh, correcting me. Now, can you get little cock, little wax cock candles? <laughs> right. That's another fun set of syllables to say. Wax cock candles. Give it a go. What was the other one? Tutankhamun sarcophagus. Wax cock candles. Yeah. Tutankhamun sarcophagus. I'm probably going to find that more difficult. Just say wax cock candles. Wax cock candles. Tutankhamun sarcophagus. Wax cock candles. Tutankhamun sarcophagus. Wax cock candles. It's again. nice. It's fun, isn't it? Well, a lot of fun. It's that was just a little bit of consuming. fun. So, El Chapo, just to bring this. Uh, oh, we haven't finished no. this segment. <laughs> Fucking hell. See if the best will last. Some say. Uh, we haven't done that this time. <laughs> no, yeah. El Chapo. Sorry, El Chapo. Um, El Chapo. I did. I messaged El Chapo and I said that uh, you wanted me. Favorite uh, head crabs. Not that I've got favorite head crabs, but just one of my favorite head crabs. Is that that list that uh, thing you've already got written out, and you just wipe off a name and just replace it with a different name? That's between you and I. So thank you for bringing that that up in front of you. Really embarrass me, Ross. Uh, when we get home, um, no, uh, she she he she didn't didn't believe me. So I want to say on the on the podcast. You one of my favorite head crabs. Wow. You one of my favorite fifteen head crabs. Come on. <laughs> Actually, I watched some of her videos. She's a woman, isn't she? Oh, the gaming video. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually playing gaming. Did you? I am um, this on, got, on YouTube. Yeah, yes, she's got that's a YouTube right. channel, uh, and I would recommend it. It was she, amusing. She's got this really interesting uh, special technique, especially when she's playing um... Conan. That was the one. That I found <laughs> that was, funny. Yeah, that was quite funny. But there's Apex Legends, and every time she gets a bit stressed, she keeps pun- uh, hitting the melee button instead of shoot. So there's quite often you'll say, I die. But just before she dies, she'll try to punch someone, and then she'll die. Oh. Um, but she's usually screaming her head off as well. El Trapo says, there's so many answers to this one. I mean, in all honesty, it's got to be the Big Bang, right? Or when Jesus made magical fish. <laughs> Ooh. It was a funny laugh. Mainly because he didn't, but seeing him not do it would make me laugh a lot. Uh, that, well, yeah, singing yeah, from my hymn seat. And I love history, but I'm kind of obsessed with the dark side of things. And I don't think witnessing public executions would be the best choice if I only get one shot at this. Ah, so she's got the mindset that she hasn't got one shot. I think everyone's got that mindset, haven't they? They should do it for Everyone? brevity's sake, yeah. but brevity yeah. in this podcast, fucking, fucking hell. hell. That was shit. weird. That was weird. If I'd have said shit at the same time, that oh, would have been God. scary. And then we'd kept going. Tutankhamun sarcophagus. Oh my God. <laughs> it's hard. It's but... <laughs> the longest podcast ever. <laughs> it's hard, but yeah, Big Bang. Oh well, never again. Although. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> although, when my brother was a kid, <laughs> you're going to like this. 
When my brother was a kid, my mum walloped him with a spatula. A common occurrence in our household. Oh, the good old days. So there's this famous time when my mum braised my brother with her favourite spatula so hard it actually snapped on his back. Whoa. Mate, I'm laughing so hard just typing this. So she hit him with a metal one for breaking her wooden one. If I could go and witness any event in history, it would be that moment when my brother's bony back broke my mum's spatula. The rage that filled her eyes and the fear that welled in my brother's. Priceless pal. Downfall of being the younger sibling. I can't remember that, gem. Hold on, let me get this straight. She, she hit him with a spatula and then hit him again because he broke the spatula that <laughs> she'd hit him. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And you wonder why El Chapo is now... Currently being... incarcerated yeah. for a crime he didn't commit. No. Oh, no, that's the A-team, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, class. Nostalgia. Vehicle. My vehicle would be one of those giant American mascot suits. So if time doesn't freeze when you use it, people would walk into your house and see the big suit and just hear your reaction to the situation. What a wonderful... I'd be interested to know what um, animal, because there's all sorts, isn't there? El Chapo would probably be... I don't know. Dragon, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A tailless dragon. Yeah, tailless dragon. So there we go. That was the end of it. Did you enjoy it, Ross? I did, yes. Listen out. Uh, watch out for a post on social medias about the next Inside Ross's Mind because although we decided there probably wouldn't be one, there may well be one. What was it again? It was so long ago, I can't remember. What was it? Um... What the fuck was it? Oh, Fiez. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll maybe tweak it. We'll maybe... If it was your room 101, I... Yeah. Oh. <gasps> Oh, Ross, you've done it again. Yeah, that's well, why cool, would that. you? Why would you pick your own room out 101? Because it's fun. And we can find out why. Why you're scared of it. Can you, fi- can you figure out why you're scared of it? It's a good question, that. What would be your 101? What would be on your room 101? In, in celebration of Halloween and the fact that we've just had a 101st release. Uh, that's a good question, Just Ross. listening to Gonnock's Lair podcast. <laughs> 24 hours repeat. a day. Uh, right, okay, caveat. That, that veto. No, no, answer. veto. No one's allowed to use that as our answer. Because uh, <laughs> everyone would. It would break Tom's heart. I can see his face. The producer He's actually would looking away, crying. <laughs> so that was this month's Inside Ross's Mind. So, Ross, time travel, mm-hmm. isn't it? Time travel, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? So, you know, um, <laughs> you know, in um, uh, movies and TV shows and stuff, yeah, you got loads of common tropes, don't you? That that's sort of basically almost ways of uh, demonstrating time travel, I suppose you could say. Yes. Like TV producers and stuff have gone, or film producers have gone, right, we're going to do this style of time travel, or we're going to have this like, storyline or trope. 
So I've put together a, a list uh, based on meticulous research that I've done, uh, and the producer has done over the past... Well, it's better than weeks. the Mother Earth episode we've done, isn't it? What was wrong with that one, like? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, but I don't think it had anything to do with... Like, Climate change special? Yeah, that's that was, the one. That was literally thrown together, that one, wasn't it? Mm. So here's some uh, tropes that we can have a little chat about, see what we think, see if we can uh, relate to any of them. Oh, I don't know. Fuck yes, it. yes, go. Just a list of stuff. Go bang, yeah, go. Go bang your, go bang your, go bang your. Go bang your. So alternate, <laughs> Tutankhamun and sarcophagus. Oh. So alternate timelines stroke versions of people. So when you like you travel through time and there's different versions of, yeah. so you're like, oh, this is different. This is different to the way I remember it. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Why is that changed, sort of thing? And people are a little bit different. You know, like Flight of the Navigator, sort of thing. That was like a different. Ah. Whether maybe the the person who's travelled through time is the same, but everything else has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. What about the Nazis one? That's the golden one, isn't it? Classic, isn't it? Yeah. There's that whole Amazon TV show, isn't it? Based on a book. It's the a High Philip, Tower or something. It's a Philip K. Dick book, and it's called The Man in the High Castle. That's and I've right. read the book. And I watched one or two episodes of the series. And I do like that concept. Yeah. The books, Philip Case dick stuff's really weird. But do you think if the Nazis won, they would still like have swastikas everywhere and stuff? Or do you think, because it's been so long since then, other stuff would have happened and it would be different? Like, just because the Nazis won then doesn't mean like still they would have with... retained power. Like, yeah, or they would have still been like, oh, fucking, don't forget, don't forget about the swastika. Like, do you think they would have chilled out a little bit and went, oh, fucking hell, actually, no, what we did was proper Shan when Hitler was in charge. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't just because there was one guy, Hitler, who was like, obviously fucking really extreme. A few more of them in the Nazi party, I would say, Goebbels, and that was particularly bad. But when they all died out and the next generation took over, do you think they would have been as white, like, brainwashed and stuff? Or do you think maybe they would have been like, chill? Oh, we've got it. We've got to keep. Oh, fuck! We've we've done it now. We've got to keep up appearances. But they've done. The final solution was in, in the Aryan race. The thing about the book of the the man that male castle is, that, and this is just off memory, they split up America, mm-hmm. so the Germans take some of it, mm-hmm. but the um let's forget, let's not forget they were fighting the Japanese as well. Oh yeah. So the Japanese take some of it, right? And if I can remember correctly, there's a bit down the middle that's neutral, and I think. I think the Japanese are better to live under than the Germans, but again, it's a long time. It's a bit like the 1984 book as well, because the, there's something about a book being written about how the Allies actually won the war. Mm-hmm. Again, Philip K. Dick is mental. <laughs> but I'll just say, if we're talking about um, Hitler, I was going to do a playlist, but I couldn't quite make 13 tracks. Ah. And I've just got to say, an anal cunt track. Yeah. I went back in time and voted for Hitler. <laughs> Check that track out, babies. That's, it's terrible. That sounds like a beauty. Um, what about dressing up in old outfits? Uh, it seems like an excuse to raid old wardrobe departments, like Red Red Dwarf did it. Um, yeah. Legends of Tomorrow, the TV show, they do it a lot. Don't know what that is. It's just a shit um, DC TV show um, where they go back in time to... It, it, like every every episode just seems like an excuse, like I say, just to get dressed up in like a Western outfit or like a Victorian outfit or seventies outfit. But if you're gonna talk about tropes, I mean, we'll talk about it in games. Well, we might as well talk about it now. 
there's there's particular time periods that games and writers of TV shows and films must love mm. because it's like we hey this you know imagine writing a, t- a TV show and you're like fucking hell I've got to write another episode another episode it must be so limiting uh-huh. and just annoying but if you can travel to different time periods yeah. awesome it's always fucking cowboys yep, yep always yep. Egyptian place yeah that you've got to have Stargate. That. Yeah. Also, cavemen, yeah. cave people, uh, that's or easy, whatever we call them nowadays. <laughs> um, Victorian times, because yep. you can see a Victorian ghost. There. I was going to say, there's always loads of ghosts. And <laughs> the First World War, Second World War. Yeah. Sometimes 1960s. Yeah. Um, you know, Vietnam, yep. beer pigs type of on the verge of that sort of thing. What else could there be? 80s is obviously massive now. Oh, the 80s now, yeah. Because that's now in the past, isn't it? That's that's far enough. 70s as well, you yeah. would have that. It'll be 90s soon. What else could there be? Like period dramas. Loads of stuff in the period dramas. That's Victorian times, would you say? Is it? Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. That's about it then, isn't it? Georgian. Oh, um, Pirates. Oh. There's another one. <laughs> <laughs> the Pirate Times. That... That happens in Tales and Time, which I played through <laughs> for this podcast. If people say, well, they don't play games, I did. That's that's going to be the return of Ross's spotlight as well, by the way, just for that one game. It's not because I lost my notes. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Did you lose them when you were travelling through time? Yeah. They just burn <laughs> up on re-entry. That's, that could be the plot. Oh, you know how AVGN had their video game made for them by the, ah, those yeah. people? The plot of the Gonox Lair podcast video game is you travelling through time to, f- to get your notes again to present them on there the time travel episode. It's spitting a little bit. Right. Your, ta- your notes to talk about. Ah, oh, there we go. And if anyone wants to make, like, if it, do any of the headcrabs know how to program video games? Well, Terry made a game. Nylor can. Nylor can program Terry a video. Nylor. There we go. You guys used to talk to each other on Twitter all the time. Get together and make a video game for it. Well, come on. Give Don't- a little back. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Quit your jobs. <laughs> How dare you? That's the new... That's the new... That's the new uh, Instead of phrase. a celebration of the Gone Oxlair podcast, it's more just like the bitterness of, yeah. of Tom. Four years of, of, of bitterness is coming out in, in one uh, rebuke. What about seeing a dystopian future and having to do something to stop it from happening? Yeah, I... Always happens that, doesn't it? Uh, changing time and ruining relationships and doing everything they can to rekindle it. Sorry, do I know you? It's like the butterfly effect, bollocks, yeah. yeah. That line always comes out, doesn't it? So, sorry, have we met? And that's the moment where they go, but we've got so much history, but in a different timeline. Right. Just to try and explain in case we're mm-hmm. quite slow on the update. Yeah, exactly. Uh, an item or object that facilitates time travel, like the post box in the lake house. You ever seen the lake house? No. Keanu Reeves and um, Sandra Bullock. Right. Two high, like, heavy hitters of the uh, Hollywood. <laughs> heavy hitters in Hollywood. And the, 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 the post box thing, they put letters in it and that travels through time somehow. So they're writing to each other through time. I'm glad I've not seen that. Yeah, that, that sounds like something I would hate. That sounds like it's something that you would be forced to watch. Oh, I like that. would be your Room 101. Room 101, I think. Um, now, there's a yo yo time travel sort of thing um, in where you can inhabit bodies to make changes, like the butterfly effect in Quantum Leap. 
So right. you're bouncing back and forward in time almost and you're making like massive changes. Again, though, it's like perfect for writers, that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Using knowledge to become rich, like an almanac from Battle of the Future, uh, or plagiarizing music. Aye. And winning, that winning the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> well, who was it? Little Rich? No. What's he called again? At the end of Back to the Future, where the, he rings up. Um, he's playing Great Balls of Fire and that. It's not him, though. You're going to love this song. Yeah. Johnny B. Good. do that again because uh, this is how the song goes. It does more than that. We're down Louisiana, across the New Orleans. We're back up in the woods among the evergreens. I stood a little cabin made of earth from wood. Trying to be good. Fucking songs. They all sound the same, though. It's got the same. Oh, I hate it. It's the blues, man. I hate it, me. What's he called, though, that guy? Johnny Answers B. Good. on a postcard. <laughs> fucking doing that. That's inside Ross's mind. In uh, Groundhog Day? Is that technically time travel? Time travel, live in the same moment, because it's just you. Nah. No. Because you could, <laughs> well, you could also say nah. Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, Russian Doll? Live in the, oh, God, that, oh. that uh, actress annoyed the fuck out of yeah. me. I couldn't watch it. She's too crazy. I'm, I'm a crazy person here. That's what she's yeah, like. She's too much like. She's not like. She's not subtle. She's in Orange Is the New Black, apparently. Oh, aye, that's how mm. long you are. She looks like she's actually from the past. She looks like she's traveled through time because of her hair and that. <laughs> Can I don't you understand. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. She her hair it looks like she's from the past. Right. Like that that TV show was set in present day, but it looked like it was set in the seventies because of her hair. Oh. That wasn't set. Yeah, it was really. Yeah, it wasn't set in, oh, in the past. It was set in the eighties. Nah, nah, exactly, only, exactly. Because of her, I only watched half of it though before I become uh, so pent up with rage of her performance. You watched that I had to stop. It. You watched the eighties half. What about speaking to your former self, avoiding your former self? Paradox sort of thing. Yeah, that's always in there, isn't it? Or or like stopping yourself from existing, sort of thing. Uh, about the future. About the future. Mysterious stranger delivering a message from the future. No time to explain, Marty. That sort yeah. of thing. Would you get in a car if someone said that to you? Well, <laughs> I'd do a quick uh, ocular pat down <laughs> just to check, uh, see if there's any cameras. Because it's it's going to end up being like a fake taxi scenario, isn't it? So you never know. Uh, portal to the past using an otherwise conspicuous place, like a back lane in a good night sweetheart or a diner's pantry in 11.22.63. You're referencing and bringing up stuff I've never ever like. Good night, good night, sweetheart. I know that, but the other one. Good night, sweetheart. Do you like that sort of music more than? Chuck Berry. That's Chuck Berry. Great balls of fucking fire, bitch. Historical figures appearing in the wrong time, taking it in their stride, like Bill and Ted, Legends of Tomorrow. They do that as well. Right. That's a good preference for it. Hey, it's Socrates. Wow, that's good. quite good, that one. Seeing or perceiving the future, pre-crime, like Minority Report style. and for- That's for- spooky. Fortune tellers. You're going to earn a lot of money. What does Minority <laughs> Report and the man in the high castle have in common? 
Tom Cruise. No. Let's guess again. Philip K. Dick. Mm-hmm. Now, my brother, <laughs> my brother sent me a picture because he's recently moved house. Yes. And he's been sorting things out. He sent a picture of his uh, bookshelf, one of his bookshelves. He had all like a, a load of books on it. And I said, um, was the box labeled sci-fi for those books? Because it was like, you know, the, um, actually, hang on. Oh, it's not here. It's in me. Uh, it's in, it's in my bedroom, but there's a series of books, um, where the spine looks the same. It's got yellow at the top. Oh, yeah. No, like them sci- ones, yeah. yeah. Sci-fi series. And like the whole top row was like a series. And there was like, I think you had an entire section of Philip, Philip K. Dick novels. And then he sent us another picture of the box that all the books were in, and it said sci-fi books. Whoa. So, did um, you go back in time and know that? Uh, I, I help him. I pack. must have done, yeah. Well, the book, the box that he used was one of the boxes that we used when we moved, and I kept them all for him because I'm a nice kind of brother. I'm a nice kind of brother, guy. Next up, we've got Race Against Time. <gasps> quick, we got to do this quick before this. I'm erased, yeah. like in Battle of Future or Bill and Ted. Uh, prophecies trying to fulfill or stop something that is written mm-hmm. that's a trope using tech to amaze people in the past now you got a good example of this Ross I know you do from one of your I don't know if he's one of you one of your favourite characters from films definitely Army of Darkness Ash <laughs> fucking yes well yeah, done when he gets uh, well done he's shotgun out yeah what's he say um this is my boomstick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, if one of you happened to touch me, is it that bit? There yeah. you go. Fucking hell, you never let me down. Well, you did that one time, but we're not talking about it. It's weird that, though, because he, he's banging on about his boomstick, but then they make him a, a robotic hand. Yeah. It's, that's so that he can... Well, they do that in uh, in the TV series as well, don't they? So he doesn't have to just have... One hand the whole time. Well, what shit about the TV series is it It totally emits Army of Darkness. Because yeah. he gets stuck there, doesn't he? Does he? There's two different endings. Uh-huh. And that's why there's the time travel. They give him these droplets. Uh-huh. And in one of the endings, I think it's the one I've seen at the cinema, which is the better ending. Uh-huh. And I've also got the comic book series by Dark Horse. Oh, okay. He takes the... So he, he, it's a droplet... And they tell them to take one for every century or something. So it's something like he has to take five or six. And he's dropping them in his mouth. And he has something because he's encased himself in a in a, um, in a cave mm-hmm. so that the passage of time is not going to affect him. And he has something and he accidentally takes one extra. Right. So when he wakes up, he's got a big, massive beard. He's taking down the rocks out of the cave. Oh, yes. And when he looks out, he sees Big Ben, like, on a, like, falling down. Yeah. And everything blown up. And he's like, no! Kind of like the end. You of blew it all up! Evil Dead too, when the t- when he falls back into time. Ah. Yeah, you blew it all up. I thought you were going to see uh, another one that we'll oh. talk about in a minute. Becoming the god or wizard in an ancient civilization by using something like a lighter to show your powers. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ash. And yeah, exactly. Accidentally leaving a piece of tech in the past that gets it in the wrong hands and advances their technology, like technological now. abilities rapidly. Like Hitler with an iPod. <laughs> <laughs> but he would have no way of charging or adding anything to it. Yeah, but he would, they would take it apart and find out tiny, tiny little microchips. Which is German. Well, he wouldn't understand it. He wouldn't be able to recreate it. 
Yeah, but the thing is, though, if you see something from the future, future tech, then you'd be like, oh, wow, that's what's possible. And it would make you think about things in different ways. You know what I mean? So you'd see, you'd go, fucking hell, this massive computer, it, we could actually make it tiny. Like, it will at some point be that small. So it would, it would advance tech. It would. There's an argument for that, but then there's an argument where it could be so advanced for your like, brain that you wouldn't be able to understand it. Like if well, you went miles back in the past into the dark ages and you stumped down that that Apple Mac in front of them and went and you turned it on and went look what it's scanning on, they would not know. They would oh, not well, come yeah, ahead. But but it was only talking like what seventy, eighty years ago. Well it, you know what they're saying about technology, the way it's advancing, it's quicker than it ever has. Oh, absolutely. So if you went back into Hitler's time period and went, look at this, you probably would have went no yeah i know what you mean uh but i would i would say that you'd be able to explain it and that they would like they'd be able to ref like they'd have references within their timeline that they'd be able to go like the raid the wireless radio it would be easy to say or at some point this wireless radio that you've got which makes music will be small enough to fit in your pocket sort of thing well explain the internet to him he'd be like what the fuck are you going on about I don't even want to talk to the fucker you'd be better (laughs) off going back in time and showing him I don't know like (laughs) a piano (laughs) sorry I'm not going to continue what was it go back in time and show him a like a a piercing on your penis okay right okay (laughs) He'd probably be more like that. Himself, did that happen back in that? Well, I that, that was Pearson's have been around for on centuries. Your Why, yeah, like really Prince, Prince Albert's called the Prince Albert for a reason, isn't it? What about hologrammatic tattoo on your knob? Hey, the if first you showed him like that, he'd be aware of that. That would be awesome. The first ever um, holograph, holographic, holographic telephone call took place um, ah. like the other day. So that's interesting. Yeah, but again, time's Look, It looked shit, though, that's the thing. They've just found a planet on the edge of the solar system that's supposed to be bigger than Earth. Yeah. It's got ev- everything exactly the same. Yeah. That's more news than fucking Brexit dragging on. <laughs> I think we're going to regret regret discovering that. I want to go forward a few years and find out if we did regret discovering Imagine that Imagine there's planet. giants there. Oh. But because oh, tiny, it's a, tiny people. It's low centre of gravity, so they're really nails. Because yeah. that happens in a Battlestar Galactica. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah, when <laughs> the ship, the old Battlestar Galactica. Simpsons We're getting here. bogged down I here. Know. Being frozen, stroke cryostasis, and waking up in the future and trying to acclimatise. That's... Uh, That's Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Yeah. Uh, Idiocracy. Quite That's a, a good film, ones. that, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, relatives being played by the same actor. <laughs> oh, uh, interestingly enough, in is it Back to the Future Two? Yeah, he plays his. No, um, his dad. What's he called again? Oh, he's got a funny name. It's um. He's awesome, that dude as oh, well. What is his name? It's not. It's not cheese. It's something like cheese. No, it's nothing like cheese. What is it? It's got a dead funny name. Oh shit! What is it? I can't remember. It'll come back to where because he about the sued movies. them. Oh, did he? He that actor that we can't remember the name of. He sued um, the makers of Back to the Future because they placed him in Back to the Future Two, even though he didn't film any scenes for it. They oh. just used flashbacks. Oh, he didn't right. really have anything to do with it. Really, because he's a very odd person. Oh, what is his name? We we'll remember. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, learning you are a dick. By meeting your younger self. 
Yeah. Yeah. And realizing, oh God, was I really like that? Or in the case of that guy from Terminator that you created, like Armageddon. Yes, absolutely. Oh God, is that what my is that my my fate is? There is but, no fate, but what we make. But all I created was like a nasal trimmer that was powered <laughs> by the sun. Yeah, what it ended humanity. Uh, meeting your future child or offspring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Imagine like, that. That must be weird. Oh, my child. Um, Imagine if they were proper arsehole. Oh God! And I mean, well, like my I'm, child would be. Come I'm on. childless. I'm I'm barren. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing, but I'm sorry if you I are. could be. <laughs> I'd like that. I'd I'd go and stand next to electron pylons to like make myself barren. <laughs> Does sand come out? <laughs> yeah, just a wisp. <laughs> like, <laughs> we should probably be editing. We're too drunk because it's the 50th episode, 51st yeah, it's good. now. It's not, it's a 48th. It's a 48th episode, but it's the, it's the 100th, 101st. So you are way out with your numbers there. Fifth, 40th episode, 101st part is this one. Thank um, you for educating me. You're quite welcome. The smallest change makes a huge difference. Like that Simpsons Halloween episode oh, based on funny, that one. something, I don't know what, um, where at the end he just says, oh, it's close enough with the lizard tongues. Do you want to know a, a lovely aside? Oh, it's it's a uh-huh. lo- it's one of Ross's lovely stories. <laughs> Me mum uh, loved um, the time machine, the nineteen sixties version, uh-huh. and we used to drive somewhere. I think it was like in the near the coast, and would go past this like shop. And every time we drove past this shop, my mum would say, "Oh, it's like the time machine shop." Uh, yeah. And if you remember in the nineteen sixties version of the time machine he would sit in his elaborate machine uh-huh. and he would stare at this shop uh, and yes. the shop would change with its fashion uh, it was a right. really cool way of showing the progress of time yeah and ross's nice story there you go oh that was lovely um freezing time like bernard's watch and that twilight zone episode Alright, there's uh, yeah. the, the bomb the nuclear bombs uh-huh. that's the best one of the reboots <sighs> all the rest suck that was that was sent shivers up my spine that episode. Killing Hitler. Going back and killing him. What the obsession with Hitler? I know. Checking if he had two balls. Or one ball. <laughs> uh stopping the killing of GFK. That's been done to death. Yeah. Uh trying to save someone from dying, but realizing it cannot be changed due to repercussions and fate. There was a good uh, Doctor Who where he went back in time and uh, he was able to he was standing in front of it the the Daleks were about to get made, sort of thing. There was this cool story about the Daleks. Uh-huh. I quite like Doctor Who from the 70s. Yeah. It's kind of dark science fiction. Mm. I think actually... <laughs> I've got to admit, my favourite science fiction is 1970s stuff. It's uh-huh. always like so dark and awesome. Anyway, he was standing there and he could stop them. He could stop them from getting made. And uh-huh. he decided to let them exist okay because he said it brought all these other planets together to destroy uh, like to try and fight the daleks right okay okay it's kind of like the second world war you know like if the second world war didn't exist mm. i wonder what the world would look like would there have been a different war between different nations yeah, yeah. like a, a really petty one that's ongoing and yeah like the fact that a lot of nations came together yeah to combat nazism and even now we're living in the shadow where we have a lot of laws and we're in a very politically aware age where uh-huh. we're careful not to offend people and stuff. 
And it can be frustrating, but isn't that a good thing? Because the live through a lot of people can remember the hate filled era of that. Wonder if a lot a lot of the we can't let that happen again. Sort exactly of thing lest is a massive we forget, yeah. Yeah. Wow. If you wow. don't remember the past, you're destined to relive the I've forgotten it now. <laughs> that wine's kicked in again. <laughs> you that was a um you know when I imagine that there was like watching someone drown because you <laughs> you were sort of in a stupor of getting to the drunk stage, but then you came up for air there with that absolute uh, wonderful insight yeah. there about how everything you've just said, but then towards the end you started going back under. <laughs> thanks. And, and thanks for helping us. It was very telling that you just stood back and just went there. I was just sitting there kind of going, oh, yeah, no, because that, is, that, is, that was really insightful. I, I just fumbled the quote. There's a quote yeah, about if you don't remember the past, you're destined to relive it. Is that it? Who was a Churchill? I hate Churchill. Yeah. He can go fuck himself. If you don't remember the past, it's destined to be... It's destined to happen again. There is no fear but what we make. What? So, final trope that we've got here. Uh-huh. Lost in time and trying to get home. I quantum leap. Lost in time. time. Yeah. Around with you. No? Let's do the time warp again. <laughs> if I could turn back time. time. Oh, time songs? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like sure like Cher. I don't like her at all. Why? Oh, I just don't like her. Fine. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. It's- but well, that's the end of that segment anyway. We'll next up, movies about time travel. Do you like time travel movies, concepts, tropes, or does it just piss you off? No, I, I do. Yes. Yeah, it's an interesting idea, isn't it? It's, it is. It's nice yeah. to see how different people who make them tackle because it's a very tricky concept. Mm-hmm. Lots of loopholes and stuff. TV shows. So we've got TV shows, movies, games. Obviously, TV shows. Now I find that TV shows just seem to repeat the same sort of concepts. Um, usually like travelling around solving crimes or writing wrongs like Quantum Leap Sliders was one as well oh I forgot Sliders yeah. Legends of Tomorrow was that Brian Cox in Sliders was it no maybe oh um, that last in Sliders she was called Weird uh, Travel Through Time with her oh baby Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three was good that oh. was the one about uh, had James Franco and he had a it's a Stephen King book oh yes and he has to travel through time to try and stop the assassination of JFK really it's really cool mm-hmm. um, I liked Russian Doll obviously you, you didn't we've talked about that already I, I despised now movie wise you've got a list of movies and you've got a list of games 
I've got a, a big list of movies that we're not going to go into too much detail with, uh, but I've also got a list of movies that I want to see. There's about seven of them. Mm-hmm. And quite a few of the other ones actually I've already seen. I'm surprised at how many films I've actually watched. Yeah, A lot of films I've, like, just in general, a lot of films we've watched. You think about how many hours of worth of stuff. So movies. Uh, I'll pick 15. Okay, right? just go through them. I'm just going to bang them out, yeah. right? About Time. Yes. The guy who made... Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh-huh. Uh, Richard Burton. Not Richard Burton. Richard. Doesn't matter. I turned it off after 40 minutes. Yeah. I found it unbearable. Bill Nye. Yes. And it's it's unbearable. It... Do you think the kid in it, the lad in it, reminds you a little bit of Tim Cop? Slightly. Yeah. He was in Frank as well. Oh, was he? Yeah. He was also in a Black Mirror episode, I think, wasn't he? believe so the one where he's, he like she gets the sort of remade version of him sort of thing i know he's in star the new star wars type stuff oh. but it's terrible oh yeah he is isn't he yeah it, it's so uh infuriating but i won't dwell on it okay safety not uh guaranteed oh, which yes. was a film i just watched recently mm-hmm. when a friend stayed over it was kind of quirky it, not a lot happened in it. Uh, I found it really boring and frustrating because I think didn't it turn out that he didn't actually that he wasn't able to time travel or you never found out or something or huh? The, Fuck it. It's spoiler. <laughs> it's all right if you don't want to hear the spoiler. Just don't listen for the next ten seconds. He can time travel. And he can. It's a, right, and okay. it's a boat. Ah, it's a boat. The speed boat. Right. Listen, ne- listen again, listener. Next up for the 15... We're, we're going through the 15 films, just randomly. Army of Darkness, which we've covered. Yes. I love the idea of it. Yes. Right. Time Machine, the 1960s version. Yes. I did love it. Time Bandits, Quirky... Oh, mad. Totally mad. Yeah. Gillian at his best. Yes. Lupa, I thought it was slightly overrated. Oh, massively. Back to the Future. Get this for a, a fact bomb. I have not seen Back to the Future 2. Yet I went to the cinema to watch Back to the Future 3. Interesting mm. or not interesting? You decide. You're a mad lad though, so I'm not surprised yeah. you do something like Hot that. Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes. Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> I like that. I like that film. First one was good. Second yeah. one was I've not seen the second because I've heard it's a load of shit. Source code. It's not technically time travel because they go back to the same period over uh, and over again. But it's all right. I watched that the other day, by the way. What did you think of it? Uh, well, I've seen it before. Um... Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. has been in quite a few time travel movies. Can you can you name the two other ones that I know of? Donnie Darko. Yes. This is a tricky one. But it also relates to the games. I'm going to have to pass. Prince Persia. Ah, oh, Sands of Time. Mm. The Terminator films, which we'll talk about of ad course. nauseum. We're going to do a Terminator special. Cool. Some point. Don't know when, but we're going to do it. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, yes. Oddly enough, my dad loved that film. Stranger. <laughs> 12 Monkeys which I so seen, great sorry 12 Monkeys where I seen when I was like very young and it's it's a cool film and they've nice. also made a series about it for some yeah reasons. yeah with shit yeah <laughs> good thank <laughs> you with I, shit. Tom I appreciate that we, honesty we watched one episode and we just thought ah fuck it nah I can't be bothered save that for the ep- the special where it's like you know disappointing series and oh stuff yes uh, yeah. Planet of the Apes everyone you know you know, that's Earth in the past. One of my favourite films. The future, sorry. Cryostasis, that one in it, technically, yeah, Cryostasis. Edge of Tomorrow, I just watched recently, and oh, it yeah. is fantastic, I would say. Uh, aren't they making a sequel? I think we said this yeah, last Yeah, it's crazy episode. enough. Yeah. 
And the last one, Star Trek Four Voyage Home, now, which they go back and <laughs> yeah. they try and save the last humpback whale. Yeah. And as a child, I found that very, very affecting. <laughs> I read the synopsis of that and I was like, what? Do they have to save the last humpback whale? Because that was the only thing they could communicate with this alien species or something yeah. like that, isn't it? And apparently it's okay. the most intelligent species on Earth and we eradicated them. Oh. But at that point in time, Little Ross was getting upset when he watched um, David Ambra shows in the, in the last 10 or 15 minutes. He would do a roundup and he would like talk about how we're like killing the planet. Yeah, Nothing's changed. In fact, things have got worse. Yeah. And it was, you know, what a dickhead of a species. Oh, awful. Carry on listening to this podcast while listening. <laughs> You've obviously got limited time on this planet. Why not spend it listening to this fucking podcast? And next up, time travel games. Not quite. Superman. He circles around the Earth to reverse time. Uh, yeah, I Bullshit. said that one. <laughs> did you say that? Yeah. Did you? One episode I did. Not oh, all oh, right, okay. But that's mad. That's a mad concept, isn't it? That's a no, mad that's clever. concept. Is it? Go. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. They travel to feudal oh, Japan. Yeah, yeah. Philadelphia Experiment. You ever seen that? Yes. Right, because the Nazis win in Philadelphia Experiment 2, apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to to watch the, the, that one. Um, it's a made-for-TV kind of film. Is it? I don't oh, really want to watch that. Time Cop. Talked about that. Uh, Run, Lola, Run. Yes, I That's like reliving that. the same moment. Mm-hmm. Gets a bit irritating. Have and, you watched it? Yeah, years and years ago. Did you like it? DVD. Yeah, but like sort of early 20s, late teens, Tom liked it, so who knows what <laughs> this version would like. Well, let's go back in time and ask him. Lost in Space. I did actually quite like that film, you know. Lost in Space is time travel. It has time travel elements, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Gary Oldman plays this character who they travel through time and he turns into this horrible fucking beastie thing. He likes mixes with the DNA of another All right. monster thing. It's horrible. Uh, frequency, where they speak to someone over a radio who's in the future. So communicating with someone again with like the, the, I don't know, the letters in the thingy. Um, it's got... Uh, thingy Quaid in not Doug Randy. Quaid Randy no the other one we talked we did this last time didn't we I can't remember one of the Quaid right brothers now. he's in it not Douglas Quaid because that's him from uh, Total Recall mm. but yeah he's in it they made a TV series about it as well I did that uh, Click <laughs> Adam Sandler one he's got like a Bernard's Watch no, sort of no, thing no no, no. <laughs> don't mention that Big that's technically time travel, but just himself, he travels through time in his own body to become a big version of himself and then goes back to his normal age. Right, yeah. So that's a weird version of time travel. Deja vu. This is the time travel, uh, the crime solver one. You've seen that with um, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington? I've yeah? not seen that, no. That's good. Uh, that's pretty good. It's very similar to Source Code, actually. It's about a terrorist, terrorist plot sort of thing. Obviously, we mentioned Idiocracy, which is actually genuinely one of my favourite films. I fucking love that film. California Man, another version of Cryostasis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed is technically the movie Assassin's Creed and the no, games. No, no, because he's reliving it through. Uh, yeah, actually, as a, uh, yeah, it, it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Stargate were mentioned it was a huge huge movie when that came out wasn't it fucking massive I've never seen it and obviously there's a TV series SG1 uh, Time Traveller's Wife you ever seen that I've never seen that with Johnny Depp in 
Ooh, no, I don't think it's Johnny Depp. Oh, I thought it was. No, I've never seen it. Depp. Depp. Kelly loves that film. It, Kelly made me watch a film and it's actually quite good. Uh, Men in Black 3. Yes, yeah. I've heard, I've never seen that. I don't think. The no. performance of What's His Face is really good. Being like a young Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what the fuck's his name? He plays Thanos and. Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Can but I just really interject good. very quickly? Yes. Do you know something that really rages me up? And I hate superhero films, as we've talked about. But Fama, Fa, what's he called? Thanos. Thanos. Why has he got that like weird chin with like kind of like crinkles, say, crinkly bits? Yeah, I don't know. It's such a shit design. I think it's just his, his race in it. Well, it looks shit. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, triangle. Remember that? I'm sure you've seen that. Uh, it's set on a, a boat in the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, and it's like it's proper trippy. It's weird. This it it does ring a bell, but uh, I can't me and remember Kelly watched anything it and about it. Was, it. It was proper fucked up. Um, Ark. This is another one. Time loop. A R Q. It's on. It's on Netflix. Uh, it stars Robbie Amell, who's Stephen Amell's brother. Uh, sorry, cousin. Stephen Amell was in Arrow. Okay. Who's actually got a TV series coming out? Uh, way about wrestling, which I think will be quite good. Oh, yeah. Um, but Ark, it's it's like a time loop thing again, where the the it's him and this woman are tied to a chair in a room, and they've got to kind of survive, work out what's going on, and they keep dying. No. So it's very similar to Russian Dolls sort of thing. MC Universe has used time travel a few times. Doctor Strange introduced the concept of it, mm. and then it was explored further in Endgame. Right, I'm not seeing them so. And obviously, not obviously, but Primer. You seen Primer, that indie film? I have, yeah. I, I was I trying to remember find a it. lot about it though. I was trying to find it last night, but there's a lot of um, creating multiple versions of themselves. But I really want to rewatch that. I tried to rewatch it last night, but if I want to rewatch it, I'm going to have to buy it on Amazon for two forty nine. I wouldn't. Uh, isn't there a sequel as well? Mm, what Primer two, maybe. I've got a few films that I want to see. Right. Now, we've got Predestination. That's Ethan Hawke, time travel movie. He has to stop a bomb going off, but apparently it's very well done. So I do mm. want to see that. Okay. Uh, Happy Death Day. This girl relives her murder and has to try and solve it, but apparently it's also really good. Right. Trances. Uh, Jack Death. D-E-T-H. is a kind of cop stroke bounty hunter in a future dystopic Los Angeles. That's all I really need. Uh, all I need to know about that. I want to see it. Beastmaster 2, Through the Portal of Time. I love Beastmaster 1. Yeah, just the title, enough for me. Uh, Free Jack, in a future where time travel has been invented, the rich snatch people away from history a moment before their death in order to use the bodies as hosts for their own minds after death. Uh, Time After Time, using a time machine, Jack the Ripper and H.G. Wells travelled from 1893 London to 1979 San Francisco. And Naked, a naked man is caught in a time loop on the day of his wedding. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Something Tom would like to watch. Shall we move on to games? Yes, please. Time travel games. So, first of all, I want to just say checkpoints and continues are technically forms of time travel. Ah, yeah. Yeah, if you think about it that way. They ah, are, yeah. Aren't they? yeah. So, die, reset, start again. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got a few different uh, time travel and time manipulation mechanics. Uh, lots of games use time travel concepts, but not necessarily as the main purpose or mechanic of the game. 
Mm-hmm. So I've got a list of ones that where time travel is a story element or reason for the game. Uh, and then I've got a list of the manipulation uh, games that have sort of time manipulation mechanics. And then I've got a list of games that I want to play. So do you have 15 games? Yes. Go for it. Um, time travel games. Tills in time. I obviously <laughs> finished that. Sorry, I just really love the way you introduced that. Time travel games. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Tills in time on the snares. I finished it. Everyone says it's a good game. Can I just stop you there quickly? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to... Ross's Spotlight. Okay. It's not really Ross's Spotlight. Oh, but it is a little bit, though. Right. Please it's let it be. It's a little bit. Of just a bl- little bit. little cheeky bit. Ross's Spotlight. So um, I went through it. And it was piss easy until a certain bit. And oh. that was rock hard. Right. What was that bit? It was when I was on the galley of a, like... Um, pirate. Yes. Pirate. <laughs> It was the bosses and stuff. And do you know how it ended, right? Do you hear it when bosses or enemies laugh at you when you, you get knocked down? Oh, absolutely. So I was fighting Shredder, and that's uh-huh. all he was doing. He was uh-huh. knocking us down. The last boss in that game is Nails. Did right? he have his hand on his hips? Yeah. Oh. So I killed him, and I won. And a little ending. And then it, it showed Shredder's face mm-hmm. going... But you didn't finish this game on the hardest skill skill level. You must try again, blah, blah, blah. And then he started laughing. But the sprite of Shredder was the sprite from the game, but they blew it up. Right. So it was like oh, so pixelated. It was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. That's what I re- like, remember about that game. I mean, I can see why people from that time period love that game because... Well, the pirate time period. No, I mean, <laughs> the snares yeah, yeah, era. Yeah. It's probably... Their version of a Streets of Rage, but I still think Streets of Rage is better. Back to the Future, the game for the C64. I remember we had it at school, and friends had it for the Spectrum. Uh-huh. And it had a... I couldn't make head nor tail of it, to be honest with you. <laughs> but at the bottom, it had a little picture, and that was your energy. Uh-huh. You know, like it was fading yeah, out sort of thing. Clever. The Command and Conquer games, Red Alert, for instance. Yeah, I just say that we we always said we were going to do an episode talking about the the way that energy is represented in yeah, games. We uh, never did get around no. to that, but maybe one day. The uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert. I'm sure that's the one where they go back in time. Einstein goes back in time yeah. to try and kill Hitler. That's right. That's what I've got. I've got it here. Is is one? Yeah. He, he, it's Einstein. He creates a time machine. He goes back in time to try and to kill Hitler. But he causes an alternate alternate world war in the 1950s yeah. between the USSR and the Allies. Yeah, that's basically it. Singularity, which was this uh, yes. first person shootout that um, went under the radar. Not mm. many people liked it, and I got it. Dirt cheap and wow, it was a good game. I remember, it, yeah, because I've got that on my list. And I remember you telling us that you really actually enjoyed that game. It had a weapon. It was a singularity weapon where, yeah. like, it. It's a shame because it just boiled down to like aging locks on doors and stuff. Ah, right, okay. But it was a shame because you know that's an a, an idea that could be great. Was it the time um, when obviously the grav gun and Halo and um, Half Life and stuff? Slightly, was, yeah. yeah. It was a bit after that, so. They tried something where it was a bit of a puzzle thing. So yeah. you would like age your, like a water thing. So mm-hmm. it would cause the water to come out and right, do okay. this. And you would... Clever. Um, oh, 
Time Traveller, which is that arcade game that I talked about when we were talking about arcade games years and years ago. Right. It was a, it was there, it was like a hologram game, but it was okay. just mirrors. Right. And basically, it was a guy who went traveling through time. I mean, he shot a caveman in the face with his pistol. You would though. You would. <laughs> Renegade Free. It was an eight-bit game. Beat him up sequel. You um, mentioned that. Oh, right. So I've. In preparation for the, the Halloween special, I've been I've started listening through right. the Halloween episode from last year. Yeah, and in that we received a message from Chris Dubs, and it was the episode that we did in maybe August, I think, last year, okay. where we talked about disappointing games. Yeah, and you said Renegade, uh, this this one Renegade Three was one of your disappointing games, and Chris Dubs replied to say, like you surprised, he he um he was disappointed to hear that that was a disappointing one. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's that's why I've just reacted that way because that's I've just listened to that and then you've mentioned it now. So that's interesting. Yeah, it was a game where you travelled through time periods, uh-huh. which is a trope that a lot of games use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you fight... The front cover has, um, has got a karate dude kicking a mummy in the face. Get in. The Call of Duty <laughs> games, uh, the Black Ops ones where they've got the zombie stuff where ah, you just yeah, like... Yeah different characters from different time periods right clubbing together to shoot them duke nukem time to kill oh yes it's a playstation 3 game and it's uh sorry playstation, a PlayStation 2 game was it two, yeah. and it was third person i so, played that with neil uh chris Stubbs's brother i played that with him quite a bit um it was really really good i really enjoyed it yeah them two uh sequels on the playstation where it was it was third person yes were pretty good mm. Uh, Back to the Future 3 mm. um, on the Amiga where the first level was you want a horse. Yeah. I defy anyone to know what the second level is because it's fucking nails. <laughs> you have to chase uh, the the runaway carriage at one point, I'm sure. That's the time. We well, so shouldn't your... play it as well. Have we not played that together? I'm sure we've played that Possibly. together. Possibly. It's fucking nails. Yeah. The time splitter games, you went through, you travelled through different times to collect these artefacts. Uh-huh. Just an excuse to have, like, you know, Interesting nineteen kind of twenties with, um, yeah. yeah. It had a, a soft spot for the nineteen twenties kind of like, uh, oh, and a Blade Runner kind of aesthetic. Uh-huh. I love the Time Splitter games. I, there's rumors that they're coming back. Who knows if didn't there's... THQ Nordic buy the license? Well, that's worrying after what I said about um... no, but the um, they uh, uh, released. Wreckfest. So oh, they, they yeah. are in Red uh, Red so Faction. So they're capable of making a decent game. Red Faction, uh, Gorilla as well, they released that. So the remastered version. So they are actually, it's kind of the revival of the mid-range developer, hopefully. So they're doing all right. Hopefully yeah. they'll stick around and keep going. I hope they're not just making games of people's memories, but never mind. Legacy of Kane games. They yeah, have yes. T- Time travel. So do the Zelda games. Yeah, a lot of them do. Uh... Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> Echo the Dolphin. You can travel through time. Rescue uh, history is the storyline <laughs> on the background. Wow. Plants vs. Zombie 2. I deleted that from my phone because I got too addicted to it. But right. you can travel through. The first level is Egyptians. That's right. What a surprise. And Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Yes. Which has got the whole idea of like, no, I'm telling the story. Which is that a form of time travel? Yeah, uh, the idea with Sands of Time was you could, if you made a mistake, you could immediately correct it, like Braid. 
yeah. isn't it? You could quickly. But the the storyline premise was he was telling the story, and no way. Ah, uh, right. Call like that. Call of Jerez, this kind of first. Oh, Juarez, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, Western. No, sort of I was thing. telling the story this way. Ah, uh, that sort of explains how the checkpoints die, die yeah. uh, where work and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you covered quite a few of the ones that I've got here, but uh, like I said before, where time travel is a story element or mm-hmm. reason for the game, Super Time Force. Have you played that? No, no. Ah, that looks pretty cool. It's like a side-scrolling one that I might see if it's available on Xbox because uh, it looks interesting. There's Battle of Future Telltale Games version, which apparently is set after Battle of Future 2, maybe. Okay. Um where the doc has been, you need to rescue the doc. He's stuck somewhere. Doc Brown. Um, Telltale Games are back, by the way. You know how they went under. Oh, really? In a way, it's not the same people, but someone else has bought the the name, and they're going to start producing stuff again. So, Spider Man: Edge of Time. I'd heard that. Yeah, it's a sequel to Shattered Dimensions, which is the one where you had like Spider Man Noir and stuff like that. I think. So that's uh, interesting. Mario's Time Machine which is an educational video game involving Bowser stealing precious artifacts from history. Yeah, such that's as Shakespeare's... a nice game. It's, it's a lot of balls. Is it? <laughs> Shakespeare's pen in Magellan's ship's steering wheel. Displaying them in his museum. Mario must go back in time to stop Bowser's plan. Um, Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure in the maze. Yes. Uh, no, mm. <laughs> I'd heard they were shit. <laughs> Very probably. Blinks on the Xbox. He works in a time factory on the outskirts of reality, apparently. Mm. And there's a couple of Bugs Bunny ones, Bugs Bunny Lost in Time and Bugs Bunny and Taz Time Busters. Uh-huh. Pac-Man in Time. Oh, sorry, Pac-In-Time. Pac-Man's... Oh, I've just got that pun. Pac-In-Time, Back-In-Time. Oh, that's clever. <laughs> Pac-Man's nemesis, the Ghost Witch, returning from Pac-Man 2 with the new adventures, which was a side-scrolling platformer game that uh-huh. I used to play at the arcade. It's cast a spell on Pac-Man that's transported him back in time to the days of his youth in the year 1975, five years before the debut of the original arcade game. By fighting through snowy mountains and forests, swimming through water and swimming, swinging through trees, collecting fireballs, of course, and bubbles, and facing enemies such as bats and ghosts, for Pac-Man example. Pac-Man swings through... Apparently. He must find his way back to his present day. He does in these games. Uh, there's a Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, They're like JRPGs, aren't there? Never yeah, Chrono any, uh... Trigger is on my game, uh, list of games for the snares. I've heard it's amazing. Ah, there you go. God of War 2 is Kratos Travel Through Time. It's just at the start. It's... Oh, okay. And TMNT, Turtles in Time, you've talked about. Mm-hmm. There's the arcade version as well, and the Mega Drive version, mm. which is the Mega Drive version's meant to be slightly different. Oh. Now, Time manipulation uh, mechanics used in games, certain mm-hmm. games. So time time travel isn't the story element, but they use time manipulation. The Max Payne games, of course. Right, yeah. But that's slowing down of time. That's time manipulation. Yeah. If not, if this is not the, the pinnacle of time manipulation. Well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll smash a bubble there. When I play Command & Conquer on the, um, the later ones on the PlayStation, you could mm-hmm. slow down the game. Uh-huh. Or speed it up. Just slowly. Oh, do you mean like in the same way SimCity? SimCity is time manipulation then? No, it was more like you slowed the whole game down. Like if you were finding everything like difficult to control, you could slow it down. All right, okay. So you could cheat on that game 
and just play it at normal speed. Mm. But when things got difficult, go to the slow speed. Interesting. But SimCity did have the, the thing where you could... But that, that wasn't really to make it to change the difficulty, though. That was just to sort of get past the bullshit. Or, yeah, or the fact you just spent your whole entire budget within two months of, like, a year. And yeah. you were like, I've got nothing to spend. What am I meant to do? Just knock the clock up and sit back, yeah? <laughs> Safe states are a form of time travel as well, I suppose. Are we really getting this meta? Because we're going to be, like, it seeing is, a though. million different games, yeah. Like. Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead... Yeah, whatever, uh, Red Dead Revolver. That's it's not time travel. It's, it's no, time but it's time manipulation. manipulation. The Matrix games, time manipulation. It is. Uh, Dishonored. Apparently, there was something in Dishonored you could do to manipulate time. Dishonored two, I'd heard, but yeah. I, for me, sh- shame. I never finished Dishonored two. That is quite shameful. It is because I normally finish games that like. Shame, shame. Know your name. Uh, Quantum Break. The entire game was built around those features. Yes. I I would like to check them games out. Yeah. Slowing and stopping time. Super Hot. That's the one that I played. It was all white. Uh, and you could... You, every time you moved, the enemies moved and bullets moved and stuff. Oh, yeah. I remember you mentioned that. This is one for you to tell me about. Beautiful Joe? Yeah, you can rewind and, and fast forward time. Oh. It's a combat-like um, yeah. idea. It's really good. Obviously, the Prince of Persia games, uh, Braid as well. You mentioned Singularity, Time Shift. Um, this is I another first-person yeah. shooter. Can't remember anything about it. So, in a future where time travel and suits have been created, someone changes the timeline, and you have to sort it out, sort it the fuck out. Uh, you is can that what s- I said on the back of the box? <laughs> you can slow, stop, or rewind time. Apparently. Well, can you? Yeah. Uh, Life is strange. Apparently, you can rewind time to make different decisions. Why are you not seeing the burnout games? Well, yeah, why not? Yeah, if you, you can, can do that if, on the yeah, burnout games. There you go. So there you and, go. And um, flat out. Ah. And can you do that on Wreckfest? No, no, not on Wreckfest. So you can't like build up a counter so that when you get in a crash. No. Oh, that's an interesting thing because that was the thing about burnout. If you were doing well for a long stretch of time, mm-hmm. it meant you build up like a bar, mm-hmm. and if you crashed, it meant you could dig into that bar. Rewind time and so you can take him. the corner better. Oh. Um, and Crash Night Row Kart, apparently, that had some and on a best game ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's some games that I want to try, uh, just a few. There's one called Lost in Time. After exploring a shipwreck in the year 1992, a woman is transported back to 1840 where she begins to uncover mysteries about her past. Yeah. That sounds interesting, but not the sort of game I'd like. I think it was like MS-DOS or something like that. So you're never, ever going to play that? No. Uh, Mario and Luigi, Partners in Time. Mario and Luigi travel to the past to help their younger selves fight off an alien invasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maniac Mansion, Day of the Tentacle. The player switches freely between three characters, each trapped in a different era, past, present and future. The gameplay requires sending items back and forth through time and altering historic events in one era to affect another. One humorous example involves altering Betsy Rose's, sorry, Betsy Ross's plans for the American flag in order to turn it into a costume to disguise the player in a future controlled by sentient tentacles. That's um, Ron Gilbert game, isn't it? Ah. Who done um, Monkey, Monkey Island. Island. Yeah. He did it again. The Silent Age. Now, I've got this on my phone. Mobile game. 
it's not just a mobile game, but it's a point and click puzzle adventure. Uh, sorry, point and click puzzle video game where Joe, a janitor working for the fictional multi-million corporation known as Archon, has to save mankind from an imminent plague by using time travel. The plague idea is what happens in Twelve Monkeys. Ah, like humanity's dying out yes. because of this plague, and he goes back in time. And there's one more here. Remember me. I came out a few years back and looked interesting to me, but mm-hmm. I never picked it up. It has a mechanic of remixing, so you can enter and rearrange a target's memories to manipulate them, and you have to enter memories to influence them to carry on. It's like a puzzle sort of mm. idea. Uh, but it has like its own combat mechanics and stuff like that, combat style and stuff like that. But that's um, one I remember seeing come out, and I was like, ooh, I was on the fence a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's uh, French, French developers, I think. So I'm now that that's back in my memory, I'm hoping it'll, it'll be cheaper or it'll be on Games of Gold or something like that at some point. Yeah. But that's it. That's 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 all the games and movies and stuff that we want to talk about. Well, we, we kind of went through them quite quickly, I suppose. But what more can you say? We've, it's more about the tropes and stuff and the mechanics, isn't it, I that agree, you want to yeah. talk about rather than sort of analysing every single movie and game and talking about the storyline. That's not the idea. It's talking about how they've approached it and how they've tackled the concept of time travel. Because it is a very tricky concept. Yes, it is. It yeah. is. But I hope you've all enjoyed listening to us go through all of those games and movies. If you didn't, or if you did, you can rewind and listen to it again. That's the that's but, the benefit of modern day time travel. Yeah, we're stuck in a particular time, and you, you can fast forward or rewind from this point. So yeah. you can be the kind of like governor of time. What was that, Ross? The, the governor of time. The governor of time. Wow. Beautiful. Let's finish this off, shall we? Well, that's it, Ross. We've done it. We've come to the end of episode 48. How do you feel? I feel elated. Do you? You look elated. Thanks. And deflated. Elated and <laughs> deflated. I suppose it looks like I'll... Um, never be time traveling because that's you know, a shame it's a, it's a big shame but what can you do you know what I mean at least I tried you did, can't you can't say that did I didn't you try? try I tried my best I tried well no, I kind of tried half my best but that's it for this episode next month obviously is the Halloween special now that is going to feature a very spooky regular ghost it's all going to be about <laughs> ghosts yeah so that should be uh, interesting. So, what was that? Hang on. Is there someone at the door? But the house is empty. The house is empty, Ross? Who the fuck Who the fuck could that be? I'm going to go and answer the door and find out. Okay, sir. Oh, hello. Hello. I'll take a seat, I guess, I suppose. Just, just make yourself comfortable. Oh. Well, Ross... Meet me. Me. Meet Ross. This is very odd. Very strange. So, are you me from the future? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. What's it like? Yeah, it's not bad. Okay. Did you bring, like, some amazing message or warning from the future, or... No. Oh. So, why are you here, then? Well, you left a message that said, if I ever travel through time to come and visit myself during the recording of this episode. Ah, right, okay, yeah. 
So you've got nothing to tell me about the future, like what happens with climate change or Brexit, etc. Mm, I've no idea. Eh? How, how come? Well, I've only travelled back from next Tuesday, so nothing much has changed. Next Tuesday? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Ross is here too. Ross. Ross. Come in. Hiya. Hello. Wow. This is pretty uneventful then. Well... I guess I could tell you how we managed to achieve time travel if you want. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome, wouldn't it, Ross? It would definitely be very awesome. I'll tell you what, just let me finish this episode off and then you can like tell us all about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, everyone, say goodbye, I suppose. Ross? Goodbye. Future Ross? Bye. Future me? Bye. And then me? Bye. And thank you very much for listening to... So at the end, we say I say like, oh well, I'll explain how we achieve time travel, and then I go, oh, all right, well, we'll just finish the episode off first, and then obviously. Uh, episode <laughs>